You're tuned in to local programming on 97.7 WAOV and NewsKnoxCounty.com. The information and opinions voiced on the Mark and Mark Show is for general information only. WAOV Radio and the original company assumes no responsibility for errors or omissions in the content of the program. Broadcasting for over five years from the historic Brevoort House in downtown Vincennes, this is the Mark and Mark Show. It's a show about everything. A show about nothing. Featuring Joe Heron, Chris Haddix, Dave Hill, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, and Haley Lancaster. We now go live to the WAOV studios for the Mark and Mark Show with your hosts, Mark McNeese and Mark Hill. And that last Hey, Mark. Hey, hey, Mark, have you ever noticed in that in that intro, it doesn't ever mention our names? <laughs> it just, it just, Let's says, really just uh, you guys are now officially like Madonna or Beyonce. We don't need is that your... what that is? Is that what that is? I wondered Maybe. what that was. Like, I was like, did that? Yeah. I was getting ready to tell you, tell Haley, you know, like a lot of times the big uh, guest star in a movie is always like last name that and so and so. And that's me and so and so. That old so and so. That's hilarious, guys. That's part of the stuff, original, part of the original three amigos that started this yeah. whole, whole darn thing. Mark, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back, Scott. Thank you for uh, arranging the Zoom. For us today, because we were off for two weeks, in part because uh, Scott was elsewhere and uh, because there was a lot going on, as we know, at the original company over the last several weeks. So um, it is good to be back, and uh, I'll just kind of start there. It's with uh, my good week, bad week. My good week, uh, I would say I just I had a great visit with uh, my son Adam and Lauren, his wife, and uh, their three children came from Colorado and. Uh, Stopped up in Indy and visited their friends up there and then came here for about five days. And then Adam had to speak in uh, Evansville. Uh, so we had him for an additional day there. So it was nice to, to be with the, the fam. And, uh, my, uh, the other thing I would, I would include this in my good week was that, uh, I know that Scott and I attended the, the, uh, celebration of life for Mark Lang mm-hmm. on, uh, uh, this past Saturday. And it truly was. A celebration of life. It was a, a good feeling from the beginning. And, um, the two uh, sons, uh, actually started the service off with, uh, instead of, uh, fans in the stands like Mark used to do at Lincoln games, they, they had views from the pews. I thought that was really Oh clunker. my goodness. It was, it was that, that kind of emotion and feeling, uh, throughout the whole service. So, uh, I, I felt really positive about that experience. Uh, my bad week is that we missed two shows. Uh, that's the first time we've ever d- had that happen. Um, and it was hot, 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 muy calor, um, here in, in, uh, Vincennes the past week. And then I've been dealing with some, uh, hip issues and, uh, been limping around quite a bit. So I went to, uh, physical therapy, uh, recently and that's, uh, that's helped. So that's, uh, kind of the end of that. And my last bad week is peewee. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Really? Man, I mean, what a cultural icon, you know? I mean, uh, Paul I mean, Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens. But Mark, do you remember his, one of the first movies he was in? He was actually in a Cheech and Chong movie all the way back in the seventies. Is so, that right? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he 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 was the hamburger guy. Can I get you a hamburger? You know, it was, it's kind of that guy in the, in the in that movie. So uh, Paul Rubens uh, gone. He I forgot some that time. Tim Burton directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Well, and he also uh, Pee Wee was in uh, not not Pee Wee, but uh, his real life counterpart was in uh, the second Batman. He was uh, the yes. penguin's father. He was penguin's father. That I remember. Yes. Yeah. And he was also in a couple of. Uh, I think it was in a Johnny Depp movie about drugs. Uh, there was some. Uh, or may, may not have been Johnny Depp. He was in. Uh, he was on Reno Nine One One for a little while too, as a recurring yeah, yeah. character on there. Right. So yeah. So he. I mean, he had some skills for sure. But you know, I mean, what? I mean, he was a comic genius, in my opinion. I mean, it was just. Uh, was, was, I mean, was somebody who's not driving. Somebody who's not driving, look up what year Pee-wee's Big Adventure came out. It was what, early 90s? 92, yeah. 93? I think it was even earlier. I think it was 85. No, I think, I think it was early I... the, the play, The, the uh, movie. I'm talking about the movie, not the... Yeah, yeah the, the, the show was on, um, obviously, before then. And uh, But anyway, that's my good week, bad week. How about you, Haley? What's What's been going on in your world? Uh, so my good week is my classroom is ready. My bad week is my classroom is ready. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, this has actually been the least amount of time I have ever spent in my classroom over the summer. Um, it's just been one of those, you know, summers where we're just doing other things and I had to like, actually tell my family, like, leave me alone. I need a lesson plan or I need to go get stuff together. Like I put it off too long, but, um, yeah, it's pretty much ready. Um, uh, this will be my last, uh, my last time here for, for a hot second because next week, this time next week, I'm going to be doing senior pictures with the class of 2024. So this go. is, this is the start of year 18 for me. Nice. And one of the things I wanted to do before school started was really like Marie Kondo my books and my filing cabinets because after 18 years you accumulate stuff and then it didn't help that I inherited so much from previous teachers. And so there were still things from from those ladies that I was holding on to that I just had to like thank it for its service and let it go. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, that was, you know, getting stuff to, getting stuff together felt, felt really good. Um, last week, some old friends and I, we got together for a seafood boil down in Henderson, Kentucky. I saw that picture. And like, yeah, 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 looked fun. Looked yeah. Fun. So that's something that like we, we, we like a good seafood boil, get together. And we're at that looked age. Looked like anaphylactic shock for me. That's what it looked like. Oh, really? Yeah. We actually have a friend. We, we have a friend that we know if he's coming, our, our buddy Adam, if he's going to come, we do two pots because he can't do shrimp. So Ooh, we'll do one whole, one whole pot that does not have shrimp in it just for him. Um, good for you. And, uh, yeah, we're all at that age where like we're all now in our forties with, one to three kids. And so like while we're there in July, we made the date for October when we're all going to see each other again. So October, it's going to be a a grilling at our house. Um, So yeah, we, you have to really put in the work (laughs) when you're our age to see your grown up friends. Um, And then, 
you know, my bad week this week, um, a lot of people on social media have been sharing their memories of Ms. Andrea Kaskis. Um, Andrea Kaskis was a longtime educator. Um, Andrea was not from the area. She is from, uh, Pennsylvania, Tunkhannock, Pennsylvania. And she went to school at Indiana State University and spent her entire teaching career with the Vincennes Community Schools. And she is one of those women is why I'm a teacher. Um, and she just touched countless lives. Everybody has a funny story of Andrea and she was just, she was one of the best. I, I hope, I hope that I can do half as good a job as she does or did and leave a quarter of the legacy that she did. So, um, her memorial services are going to be next week, but we're all still, you know, yeah, sad, sad, sad loser. She was amazing. Yeah. For sure. And, and like you said, there were a lot of people that commented on that. And she was one of those teachers that truly touched a lot of people's lives. And, uh, Hey, I, I had her in class and, uh, did you? I had her first time in, my, uh, in my class and, you know, she didn't fail me. So, Hey, uh, <laughs> she must have been able to teach English in a way that uh, most could because, uh, I was not the best student. So, uh, I do remember her class fondly and her fondly as well. So I remember one of the things when I had her, she was real big on memorizing definitions. You had to memorize definitions word for word and spit them back out. Just very old school, classical education. <laughs> and years later, the, one of the first shows I directed at Lincoln was, was a spoof of Beowulf and the set was a classroom. So mm-hmm. on, so on the chalkboard, was word for word the definition she taught of an epic that she made everybody memorize. <laughs> and I still had it. Like I come back to teach. This was something like 2010 and I still had it burned in my brain. And I did not tell her I did that. And when she came to see the show, she just cackled with laughter when she That's realized funny. that was on the board. <laughs> I saw the post uh, that you made, I think that had a picture of, you and Andrea together with a bust of the uh, yes. spirit that uh, she had uh, gifted you with. That was around the time you won the uh, Golden Apple Award, if I don't remember yes. correctly. Yeah. So, and you so, brought the Golden Apple Award to our show in the early stages. I, I did. That. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Good, yeah. Hey, listen, we're going to have to take a break before we hear about Mark's good week, bad week. Uh, but when we come back, we'll be doing that. And we'll also be doing some words of the day and Shakespeare and uh, shout outs when we come back on the Mark and Mark and Haley show. Now here on 97.7 WAOB with Mark Hill and Mark McNeese and Pye. I am Haley Lancaster. We always start the show talking about good week, bad week. And Mark uh, Hill and I just rambled on for the first part here. So, so we will uh, from Mark McNeese. That's not real. <laughs> guy, you did what? No. Hey, Are you saying we're verbose? <laughs> yeah, you're very verbose. You say we're that's loquacious? Exactly. I, I would say bad week. I would echo Wow, those are some words of the day that you should be using. Yes, those are, <laughs> those are the words of the day. Anyway, uh, I would like to say my good week, bad week. Uh, bad week was, uh, I would say very similar to your guys. It's, I, I, you know, uh, death in a community is felt when it's a small community like ours, uh, closer and especially teachers and radio personalities and people that are 
whether you whether they are family to you or not, they 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 really evoke that same memory and feeling in in you, you know, uh, and you feel like you know them better than you actually even do sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, although uh, bad week, my good week is is that uh, I, I had some fun over the weekend. Uh, I was able to one, I, I did the dog wash. You know, we washed mm-hmm. our dogs, and and our dogs posed as a as some horse and hound models on, and, and so as my wife put it they looked like they were almost useful um then we my wife and i went to henderson we were in henderson as well henderson kentucky they have each july for the last 14 years they have had uh the sandy lee watkins singer song fest and huh. you can you can go down and listen to songwriters in around like you would if you've watched the show Nashville or any of that. And there's Bluebird in Nashville. That's a pretty, yeah. popular, pretty popular place yeah. where songwriters go. Uh, and they do it down there each July, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two shows a night at, at two different venues, four different songwriters in each venue. Uh, and we went down and just had an incredible time uh, Saturday night at that. And, listen to some songwriters and some great singers and we just enjoy it very, very much. And I would encourage anybody who likes that type of stuff to go. It is a, it is a really nice musical experience that you are in a listening room, you know? So um, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And, and, and the talent that is out there is just incredible. And you always, I think you walk away from those things going, why hadn't that person big? And I think that there's just, that was our, that's my good week, bad week, uh, guys. I think we'll, we can shift over into word of the day and I, I don't really, I will get to mine, but uh, let's go to somebody else right now. I, I don't care. Mark Haley, you go right ahead. So I'll, uh, right. I'll just pitch out my baseball word of the day is, uh, baseball tread trade deadline, which is today at six o'clock. So it's timely. Uh, I probably used it before, but, uh, of course the Cardinals are a dumpster fire. And are unloading players left and right for uh, prospects. So it'll be interesting to see if they get anything left by the end of the day. That's my word. I would of the like day. to tell you. I would like to tell you the Yankees are any better. They're above 500, but in last place in their division. So <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd trade places with you. Believe me. <laughs> uh, so Merriam-Webster's word of the day is perquisite. What is it? Perquisite. Okay. P-E-R-Q-U-I-S-I-T-E. A perquisite refers to something extra that someone receives in addition to regular pay for doing the job. Perks, as in job perks, is short for perquisite. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah, I've not heard that, but that makes sense. For the first time, for the first time, I've learned something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for seven years you've been talking about all kinds of things Haley but finally yeah. he's sunk in all right <laughs> so sunk. you're that, um, hey, you didn't give up on me teach you didn't give up I yeah. appreciate it <laughs> so hold on let me get uh, my uh, my Shakespeare here so there is a Shakespeare adjacent house that is now for sale if you have a cool 4.5 million pounds to, uh, to spend, 
This is from the Daily Mail. To buy or not to buy sprawling manor house where Shakespeare is thought to have pinned as you like it goes on the market for 4.5 million pounds. It is a 16th century manor house. Uh, and it oh. was, it belonged to, uh, one of his siblings and their families. And it is thought that he stayed there, uh, while he was writing. It is, um, it is in the village of Rowington, Warwickshire. It is a timber framed property with 20 acres of grounds and a 75 Hundred square feet. The main hall so comes feel like I'm seven, on <laughs> seven bedrooms and four bathrooms. And Holy the estate, also, the state also boasts four separate cottages as well as stables and paddocks. Wow! So that hey, is uh, the pictures look pretty great. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'd live there. I mean, an English uh, manor is not a bad deal. Let me tell you. No. No, not at all. You know, and if, if we keep if we keep up with the heat, it may be one of the only places on earth you want to live. So, you know. and so for my last bit of Shakespeare, I I do have to read you some Shakespeare. This is again in honor of uh, Ms. Andrea Kaskis, and it is a spot of Shakespeare that she made all of her students memorize. Uh, Mark, do you know what I'm about to read? No, I do not. I took E A M. No. This is uh, a this is a short speech from Macbeth from the title character. Tomorrow okay. and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps this petty pace from day to day to the last oh, syllable yeah. of recorded time, and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out, out, brief candle, life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury. Signifying nothing. Yes. And being a show about nothing, that's very appropriate. Yes. <laughs> we are. Yes, we also uh, signify nothing. But yeah, <laughs> I still remember, uh, in the, the fall of 2001 coming back from a big band trip on a bus and like all of the seniors are in the back of the bus, like muttering to themselves because we knew when we came back, we were going to be quizzed on knowing that speech word for word. Nice. <laughs> I'm impressed. I am mostly impressed. So Mr. So, Mark, you come up with a word I of the have, day and all that. Yeah, I have a word. Of, I have a golf term of the day. And, and okay. uh, shout out. Uh, golf term of the day. There's one called compression. Compression can mean a couple different things in golf. One, you can talk about the actual compression of a golf ball. Golf balls have different compression, harder balls and softer ones that uh, uh, allow for more spin or less spin or further distance and all those kind of things. And then what they use is when in the downswing when you're swinging a golf club and it compresses the ball against the ground and the club and creates uh, some backspin uh, as it hits a green or it hits something else. You know, I think of, uh, you know, if you take a ping pong ball and you kind of just push it down and backwards, it'll go out a little bit, spin back, same concept. And that's, you're compressing the ball against that. And that's what I, that was that. And then my shout out is, uh, uh, the dog wash, uh, the dog yeah. wash held at the Vincent's, uh, animal shelter, Leah and her staff, that staff, uh, does an outstanding job uh a job that not a lot of people really want to do they think they want to do it 
and then they get there and then they realize it's a lot of cleaning up of uh, dog uh, poo and, and, and other things and, and, and taking care of animals the entire time and a lot of cleaning and a lot of laundry and those things. But her staff is still there and they're still doing it. So uh, big shout out to them uh, and appreciate their hard work. And then everybody who came out to the dog wash to get their dogs washed and then donate a little bit of money to the animal shelter that allows them to buy food and uh, do spade and neutering and do all the things necessary, medicine, all the things necessary to to ensure that we have a safe uh, community. Good job, Mark. So my uh, my sh- a brief shout out is going to be redundant, but I would just uh, give a shout out to the entire uh, Lang family for uh, their class, for their contributions to the community and the ongoing legacy that uh, Mark and Sandra have uh, left. And so that was quite evident here over the past couple of weeks. Shout my, out to Bailey. My shout out is to the horse statue. At Greg Park. <laughs> Anatomically correct horse statue. It is. It is. It is. It's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. I think that was a bit, that has gotten a lot of uh, positive community uh, support. We and have so much. I think absolutely. it's so great. We have so much art in Greg Park. Oh, yeah. And remember that all our, any, any art that gets people talking is good art. That's exactly so, right. So I'm just going to exactly. leave that on the table for y'all to pick up how you will. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you- but it was a, it's a nice, it was a nice addition. Uh, we have enjoyed visiting, visiting the horse. You know, you like that horse? You can look over to the horseshoe pit and uh-huh. there is a, a mural done over there. Yes. Fernando uh, did that one, didn't he? No. no Fernando oh, okay. Barbara's uh, local. Our girl from Vincennes at one point in time, a woman from Vincennes, Barbara Stoll, uh, did, did that one. Yeah. All right, Her we're out of here for the first half of the show. When we come back, we're going to talk about all the wonderful things we've been streaming oh, over the past good. month here on the Mark and Mark and Haley Show. How about that for an intro? I love it, right? So wow. uh, we are back with uh, Mark on the road, the gray man up in his gray car and no picture today, so um, no. I'm driving. Uh, so the hey, Mark, uh, did you know? Yes. Did you know that Hobstadt has a KFC and Knights of Columbus, and it's next door to the Knights of Saint John. What are the Knights of Saint John, Catholic guy? I have no idea. I don't know that. They? Well, I don't know that's Catholic. Do you think oh. Knights of Saint John's is Catholic? Well, who else? Who else makes Saint? Could be Episcopalian or something. I'll have to, we'll have to look that up. Yeah, okay. I'm looking right now. I'm not familiar. Who else with makes that. saints? Huh? Um, who who else does saints? That's a good question. Uh, what, I don't so, know. All right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Haley's going to look it up. So uh, we're back. Hey, I do want to give a plug to the Watermelon Festival because um, yours truly is the uh, MC for the Miss Watermelon contest. Uh, who is doing that with the with Mark Lang no longer on this earthly plane. Oh, that's right, the pet. He he did the he would do the baby contest. Yeah, the and, baby stuff. I'm and, not sure. I do. And, 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 and I my my take on that is he did an incredible job with some of the craziest names in the world. 
And he was able to do that and pull it off flawlessly. I'm just stunned by how well he was able to it do that. It looks like Scott is saying in the comments that uh the original company's own Ed Ballinger will be doing oh, the bed the baby and, contest. You know, and I, I did the I did the watermelon festival for fifteen years. Uh Ed 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 bowed out because of the names. <laughs> so Ed, good job, good job. Glad you're taking up that yeoman's work so, of knowing those names. So good job. Yeah, the real reason I brought this up is because they, they for the last three or four years now, they've had a musical chairs uh, contest that mm-hmm. uh, that I participated in. And uh, Liz Romani is the two-year reigning uh, champ, and somehow she's coming back uh, to appear in there. And we have the mayor in there. We have Mayor Estabrook in there. Joe Heron, our compatriot on this show, is – participating, uh, a couple of other lesser known celebrities. Um, <laughs> and, and so me and my hobbling hip will be uh, probably knocked out in the early rounds. That's all I'm going to say. So this is our favorite part of the show because we get to talk about best of streaming and it's been a couple of weeks. So I'll try to be brief, but I did go see Oppenheimer outstanding. Yes. I did it too. Was, all three we of us. All saw it. Guess who else saw Oppenheimer? My mother. The fact really? that a movie got my mom into a theater and it was a three-hour-long movie, yes, it was. that's a big deal. That's a big deal for Peggy Francis to get into a theater. <laughs> but it was an outstanding film with really some surprising uh, parts in there. I know the Robert Downey Jr. part, who's kind of the, quote, villain, unquote, uh, character. I'm just going to say it. He wins uh, Best Supporting Actress for Oscar. Well, Cillian Murphy will definitely win Best Actor, and the movie will win Best Film. I don't think there's anything that will top that uh, that's out there yet or, or coming on the rise. <laughs> Dune 2. Dune 2 hits in October. We'll see yeah, how well yeah. they do. That'll be good. That'll be definitely uh, yeah. worth it. Um, so I also saw Mission Impossible. I think maybe I saw that when we were back on the air. Uh, it was definitely uh, worth uh, an attendance. Uh, starting, uh, I seem like I'm on Apple TV all the time now. I watched uh, Crowded Room, which if you're into multiple personalities and uh, uh, interesting act acting <laughs> by uh, Tom Am I Holland. into it? Am I into multiple personalities? <laughs> it's kind of in my area. You know, it's in my being. No. <laughs> Um, I have I, met some uh, people with those, but yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, they certainly seemed like they had those. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I studied at, at University of Kentucky under uh, the, the physician that treated Sybil. You know, she was wow. uh, one of my professors. Yeah. So we could do a show about that. Um, Crowded Room, very good show. Hey. Tom Hopkins, the actor, he did an outstanding job. Um, How about so- Oppenheimer? Wait, back to Oppenheimer's trailer. How about yeah. the Exorcist one? The Exorcist trailer. Ooh, that oh, that looks so oh, spooky. Man, that was spooky looking. <laughs> Jeez. But wow. I, I am not a scary movie fan, and I'm I am worried that I am raising a scary movie fan. Like Henry is attracted <laughs> to all things spooky and haunted. Is that right? Well, and I'm worried that, like, by the time he turns 13, he's like, come on, mom, let's go. <laughs> Break that boy loose. So the other thing right. I watched, the Foundation is back. You know, Foundation's an interesting uh, sci-fi saga. I love it, man. I love it. So and I have to admit, I'm not fully caught up. So I've only watched the first episode of the of the new season. But holy smokes, Lee Pace 
looking like you could bounce a quarter off that body. Oh my God, yeah, that's amazing. Dude, he's in shape. <laughs> and then, fuck. Oh my I'm goodness. Sleeping. I'm glad you said that, not me. I'm like, yeah, but Man. you're right. <laughs> uh, the PG version of uh, the Mark and Mark show. So, uh, Hijack, I would also recommend. That's on Apple TV. So good. So good. And the last episode's coming up, right? Oh my God. So I have to say, I miss appointment television and I miss good old fashioned cliffhangers like Hijack gave us last week. Like mm-hmm. what a twist. What a satisfying, like now you have to wait seven days to find yeah, out yeah, yeah. type no, of no. ending. That's like Ted Lasso. When Ted Lasso That's Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I like I like that, and I like the suspenseful aspect of that. So that's my uh, short list. Haley, what do you got? So, yeah, we saw Oppenheimer uh, the day that it came out. Um, little fun fact, uh, my, my husband decided to propose to me after we sat in a movie theater for all three Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and it wow. was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and he's like, hi, do you want to marry me? Um, so then our, wow, tenure, your, your bar is either extremely high or extremely low. I'm just, you I'm know what? I was just really excited at that point. He finally asked me, um, <laughs> so, so our 10 year wedding anniversary was July 20th when, when Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer came out. Nice. So, nice. uh, Joe's daughter Zoe, uh, came out and babysat for us. And so we got to, to go see it and it was, yeah, it was fantastic, but man, it was a, that movie can't stop. doesn't stop. It is a who's who of Hollywood and Damn. your high, and your high school physics class of like, who's that guy? Uh, who's that guy? Uh, who's that guy? Uh, um, and then that if you watch week, a lot of the Big Bang Theory, you get to hear those guys' names like Heisenberg and oh, yeah. and, and Oppenheimer. Those are all mentioned in the Big Bang Theory all the time, and you're like, yeah, that's right. The screen. Yeah. Um, and then that same weekend, uh, my husband booted me out of the house, and I treated myself to the Barbie movie, and I, I am, it is so good. I laughed and cried my way through it. It was, I went in as blind as I possibly could to not knowing the plot line. And I was delighted. Um, I was a Barbie girl. I still am a Barbie girl. I have Barbies in my classroom. Um, and so there was all kinds of nuggets in there. I think, I think if the real, the target audience is the original Barbie generation to maybe me. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, and it very much has moments of feminism 101, but I think there are some people who still need feminism 101. And Mark, like, I think that it's going to be a tight race between Robert Downey Jr. and Ryan Gosling for best okay. supporting actor All because right. Ryan Gosling steals the show. And, is that right? Yeah. Oh, he's he is phenomenal, absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Um, it's on our list. We're going to go. Jenny and I are going to go. There's oh, it's, it is, it, you will not be disappointed. So. Does he play um, Ken, does he play Ken smooth or not? I can't tell you, man. I cannot tell you. But the whole film, the whole film is satire. The whole oh, yeah. film is satire. And I would even say that like, it fits in the realm of the Lego movie in some ways. <laughs> but I also think it's like a modern allegory of the Velveteen Rabbit. Um, it is, and that's about all. I don't want to go full spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And Greta, Greta Gerwig was the uh, guest on uh, Smartless. 
this week. So she was she was fun to listen to to talk and about. Her, and if you've not seen her Little Women, her Little Women adaptation is also phenomenal. Um, yeah. So we've only got a minute left in this segment. Um, I guess I'll tell you uh, what I'm reading right now. I'm reading the Pulitzer Prize. Uh, winning book, Demon Copperhead. It is an Appalachian retelling of David Copperfield. One of t- Jenny thinks that's her favorite book of the year. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. All right. I'm only like 15% of the way through and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I recently finished a new fantasy book called Starbringer by Tracy Wolf. It advertises itself as the Breakfast Club meets Firefly, but it okay. really just didn't do much for me. Um, so I'll probably borrow a sequel from the library, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't buy it. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. So we're coming up here on another break. And when we get back, we'll talk about all other things good with pop culture and what we're doing to round I'll up our you, summer. I'll give you my, I'll give you my. Oh yeah. Too. And Mark too. We'll, that guy. We'll give you the talking stick, Mark. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> when we come back on the Mark and Mark and Ailey show. We are back here on 97.7 WAOV. It is the Market Mark Show with Mark Hill, Mark McNeese, and myself, Haley Lancaster. Uh, once again, Mark Hill and I just talked way too ding dong much. And so now Mark McNeese needs to tell us what he's been watching. It's your last show. My last show for a while. That's right. I know. That's perfectly fine. Uh, what I would say is that I am in the car. Uh, over the last two years, 68,000 miles, and I've listened to podcast after podcast, but I finally started listening to Audible. And so no. I, have a, I have a list of books that I've been listening to or I have listened to. Um, let's get one of them right out of the way. I listened to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, and, wow. Um, and it's and my idea is I there is a list out of there out there on the internet. You know, they put it together, whoever they are. Uh they put it together of the books that you most lie about that you've read. And and that is one of them on there. So I'm gonna pick all top ten of those books off uh, over time and listen to them along the way and try to do that. All of them classic. You have uh, you have to Mary share with Stone. me that list. I will. Uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is for those people that have not read it. You know, Frankenstein's the doctor, not the monster. And in the book, it's, he's the wretch. It is a much different telling. The original telling is much different than any of the movies that you've ever watched. Uh, it is, it's fantastical. It is all written in 1818. So different words and different uses and different phrasing. So I, I found it. I liked it a lot. So that's, it, it was different. I moved on and went to, uh, I, I listened to Ready Player One, which I okay. love, Ready Ready Player One. Uh, I'm a sci-fi guy, and, you know, I love the movie. The book is vastly different. And I under, Not vastly different, but I understand why book readers hated the movie. But it, in this case, if you like the movie at the beginning, which I did, I loved the movie, the book just makes the movie better. So you get to like both versions of that, and you don't dislike one of them. Okay. I jumped into, based on my wife's recommendation by Andy Weir, Project Hail Mary. And Project Hail Mary is uh, written by the same Andy Weir who wrote The Martian. And mm. it is incredible. If people want to go out and read that book or listen to that book, it is uh, just an outstanding 
soft landing into sci-fi. It's really a buddy comedy buddy movie. It ends up being just really, really good, and I cannot recommend it enough. I and think then, uh, Aaron. I think Aaron talked about that on a, a show in the recent past. Project Hail Mary. Project yeah. Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Go if yeah. you're a reader. If you like that stuff, it's outstanding. And then Haley, something I'm into right now is uh, it's on the border of adult sci-fi and YA sci-fi fantasy, and it is Red Rising. Uh, it's a trilogy and there's actually, t- there'll be five of them in total. Uh, it's, it started in 2014. Uh, and now they, the latest n- book number six just came out. Uh, but Red Rising and then Golden Sun is what I've, I've went through. Those are the Hunger Games on Mars. And then oh. yeah. you, ex- you expand from, uh, the mines and Mars to the Hunger Games version to space. To it is it is a fantastical look of 700 years into the future for us and warring planets and and civilization hasn't changed as much as we'd like to think it has. But it is much fantasy as it is sci-fi. It is both of those. And for people that like those um, and Haley, I believe it's right up your alley. I really do. The Hunger Games Uh, is one of my favorite series of all time. Oh, yeah. Really and you will really, really, mm-hmm. really like Red Rising uh, and the the Golden Sun and the Lightbringer are the first three in the trilogy, and then they they have three more, all written by the same guy, very young author. Uh, he was only he was born in 1989, and he wrote it. And so think about that in 2014, he wrote this book. Um, anyway, uh, those are the books that I've listened to, and I've kind of taken a break because I'm going to listen to the the third one of that. Uh, that trilogy coming up, but uh, now, listen now to don't those. forget, Mark. You can get audiobooks on your Libby account available through the Knox County Public Library. Yes, if you, yes. If you use up all of your audio. If you use up all, all of your Audible credits, mm, okay. All so right, that's another you way not- you can get get some get some audio content. That's good. And Jenny and I have the same. It's it's not the same account, but it's a shared account on Amazon. So our library all shows up together. So oh, yeah. we're able to listen to everybody's books together. I've got, I've got uh, my husband sometimes. I, I have, I, I'm not active on my Audible right now, but I have all the backlog of stuff that I purchased before. And every now and then he digs into my, my Audible account, especially like working the third shift during the winter when there's not as much going on. He's like, I gotta have something <laughs> going on. Haley, in the background. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, actually on TikTok, if you go out and look up just hashtag red rising, you're going to come up with all this, these sci-fi book talkers that are going to talk about mm-hmm. it being one of their fantasy, favorite fantasy sci-fi okay. series that's out there. I think you'll really like the reviews. Okay. Um, I am watching foundation. I uh, love foundation. Uh, incredible. You can just tell the money that Apple is spending on that. That oh, series. Yeah. Uh, uh, just the graphics, yeah. the everything that goes with it. And then Mark Hill, I am out on the sci-fi realm. I am watching one of the least sci-fi, I guess, CGI series. And you've talked about it before, the Orville, Seth MacFarlane, yeah. the Orville. Yeah. It's, I like that movie, uh, that show. It's, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's, and, and, it's very and it's good. The, uh, the breadth of, uh, of, uh, What's called the uh, Seth MacFarlane. I mean, you know, Seth MacFarlane is a Renaissance man. I mean, he can be pretty edgy with all the Family Guy stuff and all the characters' voices he did. Um, and, uh, 
And speaking of voices, people did. How about Donnie Baker? You know, Donnie uh, yeah. passed away. You know, this guy that's been yeah. a lot of celebrity people. But I didn't realize how yeah. many voices he did on Bob and Tom's show. Yeah. Know, hey, Mark. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last thing that I, that I want to talk about that I watched recently, I've watched a bunch. There's Deadlock and that's a series on Netflix. It's really good. Or no, Prime. That's on Prime. But I watched just for a rewatch. I watched Pulp Fiction and I hadn't watched that in a few years. <laughs> Does it hold up? Oh my, oh my God. goodness. Oh, come on. It is so good, Haley. Yeah. It's so good. It is incredible. You run the dial. If Pulp Fiction's on there, I gotta stay. It's like, well, and now, I, I have to tell you my the favorite language, the language in that I, I hope would hold up. I don't know if it would be as accepted today as it is, but that movie, I, I don't think I realized how ingrained the music is in yeah. my head. Oh, I yeah. know every, every bit of the music in that, oh, yeah. in that thing. And so I many, so, the soundtrack of that, uh, oh yeah. My so my it, favorite Tarantino is actually uh Kill Bill. Oh, okay. I love I <laughs> love the Kill Bill. Very good. You like both volumes or one volume? I one think one's two? better than two, but you do have to consider them both. You know, just as a yeah. whole story. And I just thought, I thought it was just incredibly well done. Um, but yeah, I would actually say the Kill Bill, keeping Kill Bill Volume One and Two as one movie, and then yeah. Inglorious Bastards, and then Pulp Fiction. Yes, That's, yeah, yes. pretty. Yeah. I, I could not get over how much of the Pulp Fiction, and I probably maybe been four, maybe two, three, four, or five years that I'd watched it, and I was just stunned by how much of it in the background that I still just absolutely, mm-hmm. it's ingrained in my head. So uh, mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, Le Royale with cheese. <laughs> Le Royale with cheese. Really and stop. my husband no. will do that when I we we are McDonald's eaters, and he will tell me like I want a Le Royale with cheese. Like you know, that's how he. This is a this is a sad admission on my part, but within two days of uh, being in Paris on our sister city visit, the then mayor, bless his heart, uh, Terry Mooney, had to go to a fast food restaurant took me to a McDonald's in Paris of all the great cuisine places in the world. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I would do it. I would absolutely do it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I ate it a lot. Well, what did, wait, wait. What did he get? Ice cream? <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of those things that was like late at night and he had to have something. He had to want to make flurry. That's what he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Hey, listen, I want to remind people again, this weekend, uh, lots going on. The Watermelon Festival starts Friday night, runs all day Saturday, uh, the various events. Also, for kids getting ready to go back to school, Kita has their event on Saturday. It is uh, at uh, First Christian Church over there by uh, the post office because uh, Washington Learning Center is actually open tonight. For yes. a, a grand opening and uh, showing, but uh, next year keep moving back out there. And then the party at the pavilion is on Sunday. Uh, so, so tonight, great- yeah, tonight is the Washington Learning Academy open house. Uh, the building that is formerly known as Washington Elementary is Washington right. Learning Academy. It is our true alternative program for the Vincent's Community School Corporation. And the renovation open house is from six to eight. I'm going tonight. I I can't wait to see what it looks like. Uh, and then tonight is also National Night Out. So, night out. Yeah. Uh, so stop by uh, uh, 
Greg Park, Rainbow Beach. You can swim for free and visit with all the police officers, see all the the police vehicles. I can tell you there is one in my driveway getting clean uh, right now. <laughs> and uh, ne- I think it's uh, next weekend. Yes, the um, 11th and 12th is the annual German Fest put on by the Christian Education yeah. Foundation. So you know it's the end of summer when it's Watermelon Festival followed by German Fest. Like that's... We start Lots our summer with rendezvous. We end with watermelons and beer. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That says it all. So, Haley, it's always been great having you on the show all these uh, seven years that we've been on the air together. But, uh, you know, especially since uh, you, you have these niche moments, summer and uh, spring break, fall break and Christmas, we always look forward to having you on the air and uh, hearing the tales of uh, Henry and uh your wonderful husband and the rest of your family. You got 30 seconds, Mark. You got anything to say before Haley says goodbye? No, enjoy all things that are going on. Go out and see National Night Out. Yep. Sounds like a good plan. As we'll say on Smartless, Haley, last word's yours. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great summer. (laughs) Bye. See you guys. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for everything. 